cut my life into pieces. This is our love you love on the count of three pieces. I don't know how are you doing, Eric. Uh, good, Matt. I, I see. You, would you would you be shocked to know that I liked Papa Roach back in the day? No, you were a trash person, and and you told me that that you listened to Lincoln Park and Puddle of Mud and Theory of a nickelback and all those wonderful 2000 i did i did i did yes today welcome to another uh untitled sundance review i am one of your hosts matt Rohrbeck, alongside papa roach himself eric marchin <laughs> that's, that's my new name papa roach <laughs> yeah um today we are uh reviewing uh jared carmichael's on the count of three starring jared carmichael and christopher abbott the king of indies i'm crowning him yeah, he's the new Parker Posey of Sundance in a, in a lot of ways, um, and he's so good in this movie. Like that, that's the thing. Like we'll we'll get into some of our our criticisms and 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 overall uh, thoughts on the movie. But I gotta say, Christopher Abbott's one of those guys that like every time I see him in a movie, he never fails to disappoint. Like he just yeah. is always good, always picking interesting stuff, and I I kind of wish. Or think that he should be a bigger deal than he is right now. To say he is the best actor that no one talks about, or that isn't a household name. I truly believe that. And, and I him think- and Adam Driver were two of the breakouts on Girls, and and like like look at what like I'm not saying anything because I love I think Adam Driver is one of the great actors working now. But but both of those guys came from that show, and it's just amazing how one has gone like to the stratosphere and the other is kind of like doing great stuff. And, 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 and I think on people's radars, like in terms of the industry, but I almost had that breakout. He hasn't had that breakout mainstream hit yet. No. Right. Like it's just going to take one person or director or studio to give him. And I don't know if that's probably what he even wants. Right. He might be one of those guys that just is like, I like picking interesting things. Maybe he would work with, you know, you know those prestige directors on a smaller film or something like that but maybe he's not looking for a star war or a you know a marvel movie or something like that to make him like a household name but no he's talked um, about being a fan of the of like john cassavetes and things like that so like the smaller indie scene and i think probably that's just more fulfilling for him as as an actor like he gets roles whether they be you know leads or supporting uh parts that are interesting and you know worth his time i mean i would love to see him in you know like a big studio film or or break out and become a a household name um but he's also just doing really really good work and like Mm -hmm. from like like again like james white being kind of his first kind of big leading role in an indie movie and then you see him like even when he pops up in small roles like in you know vox lux for a couple of minutes like he's always so great in everything he does and even in this you know like the thing that i love the most about this movie and i think gerard carmichael realizes it is that he's working alongside a great actor and what i found really kind of refreshing about the movie and about uh carmichael's direction is that it didn't necessarily feel egocentric like no, it almost all, felt yeah. like this was a love letter to Christopher Abbott as an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes, like I mentioned today, we are reviewing um, Gerard Carmichael's uh, debut feature um, on the count of three, which is premiering um, or which premiered at the Sundance uh, Film Festival. Eric and I saw it. It stars uh, 
Jared Carmichael, Christopher Abbott, uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, J.B. Smoove, uh, Lavelle Crawford, um, and Henry Winkler. With and Henry a, Winkler's wig. His wig. <laughs> Which, dude, like, come on. I, I made a joke being like they spent their entire budget on licensing um, Last Resort by Papa Roach where they just like couldn't afford – a, a good wig for Henry Winkler. Like they, they, to de-age Henry Winkler, uh, you know, 30 years almost, they just put this like terrible brown wig on him. And it was just like, it's just sitting on his head. Like it doesn't look natural at all. Um, anyways, it was distractingly bad. Um, but that being said, um, I don't know, Eric, give people a, a general premise of what the movie yeah, is. Yeah. So this is, I don't want to even say it's a dark comedy because I was thinking it was going to be a dark comedy going into this That's movie. That's comedic elements, but not Yeah, but it's, it's not as, it's not about the comedy or comedy forward as you would expect, especially from Jared Carmichael being kind of, you know, starting in stand up and, and actually also having people like JB Smoove and uh, Tiffany Haddish pop up as well. You think, okay, like there's, it's going to be like a weird kind of like buddy comedy thing. Um, but this is a more somber movie in, in a lot of ways that's about, or at least trying to be about how the healthcare industry has failed um, and, and the medical sort of, you know, establishment and institutions have failed people with depression and anxiety and we have at the center of this story uh val and kevin played by carmichael and abbott um kevin specifically uh has already attempted to commit suicide and val uh wants to commit suicide and they decide to make a suicide pact um, but, uh, just before blowing each other's brains out outside of a strip club at, uh, in the morning, at, uh, around like 10 30 AM, they decide to seize their last day on earth and to make the most of it and do everything that they've, you know, wanted to do, um, before checking out. And it's essentially a film of these two characters hitting all the spots that they, you know, once sort of traveled with or, or went to so like you know they worked at a, a a dirt bike range they you know they go to certain places uh henry winkler as mentioned has a very dark role as a uh child psychologist um and sort of how that plays out is is interesting um there's some interesting stuff with jb smooth in terms of the relationship that he has with jared carmichael's character as his estranged father um it, it, it's it's very much a life in the day kind of thing and there it is the humor is dark and kind of morbid but it's also again more introspective and sort of about these two guys who are friends kind of trying to figure things out while the script itself is trying to say a lot about you know race and healthcare in america in current day america in, in specifically in blue collar america yeah, and just the friendship of these two guys, I think, and like um, they really have only had each other for their whole lives, and like I think that was the thing I, I enjoyed most was the chemistry between the two guys, and it just felt natural, and and um, and I think that's what I again the things that you touched upon of, of the social commentary of it all, but just these two guys who you know um, 
are obviously at their worst points in their lives and and, and have a, a really rough go of it. Um, but they've had each other and the only constant in both of their lives or the one maybe thing that they almost don't even want to admit is that they've had each other throughout their entire lives. And they they always had each other's backs. They were always like the one thing that they enjoyed in life was almost, you know, the company of one another. And I, I think that's the the driving force of the movie. And then you, you sprinkle in, you know, the social commentary stuff you were talking about, Eric, and, and, you know, um, how the systems failed them and, and just, uh, and, and just the talk about mental health in general. And obviously something we even talked about recently, and there's Bell Let's Talk Day here in, in Canada in the last couple of days. And I think the movie does a pretty good job at, at, at touching on all of that stuff. I, I think it's a little, um, it didn't completely land with me. Like, I don't think it's a, um, but I think it's a good, a decent, solid first feature. And um, I do think it's carried by the, the performances of the two guys. And I, everything we gushed about Christopher Abbott at the beginning of this episode, I, I just echo completely. And um, I do think that he is king of the indies and that everything i see him in he he is excellent in and this is no exception to that and um yeah it goes into some very very dark places and uh, and it is darkly comedic at times but it is very much a drama and um i just kind of like that day in the life flat the last day uh in a life and and just what these two guys would possibly get up to um and just them realizing that either maybe life is worth living or maybe it isn't in their situation and, and just their camaraderie and their friendship and how they go about these things. And, and just the way that, you know, these things go in your head and how you deal with the stuff, or if you're at such a low point in your life and what you would commit to and what you would back out of. And um, so I think there's a lot of good stuff there. I just, um, I don't know why it didn't just completely land with me. I'm, I'm trying to find, put my finger on it of why I didn't love it. Um, I think it's so kind of subdued at times that it it kind of like again like it's 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 interesting to talk about the tone of this movie because it is trying to be darkly comedic but it's almost like he's holding back a little too much or it's too restrained like it it's it more leans into the drama than it does the comedy. Like again, there are comedic beats, but it feels very Even much the like, thing is funny, but like, yeah, it it's becomes- funny, but it's, but it's not like funny as in like, like a huge comedic kind of laugh or like the way that it's used to sort of move every, anything around. Like, I think the most like comedic moments are when they're kind of like talking about doing something that's so horrible, but trying to like compare it to like, Oh, I, I need to be in the right, you know, mindset. I need to be vibing. You know, I need to, yeah, yeah. You know, this isn't Coachella, like that kind of stuff. Like I think it's kind of funny and it's almost funny in that kind of like Quentin Tarantino way where they're talking about mundane things leading up to something that's, you know, out of place or not. Someone, yeah. yeah. Like it's like the, it's like the, it's like the, the foot massage conversation that, that Travolta and Jackson have before, you know, getting their game face on. Like it's it like, that's the kind of thing that I think is interesting here. And I agree, like there's some stuff in this that, that doesn't work, but I think what does is, is the performance by Abbott. And I think that Carmichael's direction is pretty assured in terms of um, just kind of like keeping the story going. I think uh, Thomas Eagle, the editor's pacing of the movie is pretty good. Like it doesn't feel like there's a lull anywhere. And and I kind of liked even just the stuff of them just sitting in um, uh, Val's car or Jeep and, and just kind of driving around and just talking about stuff. And, and again, like it's, it's, it's much more somber in tone than you would expect it to be with 
a couple of beats here and there there's there we talked about continuity issues with uh how it ends there's one continuity issue that i noticed i'm sure you did as well where kevin um enters the doctor's office and it's snowing outside but the snow is cgi and as soon as he walks inside his hair is is perfectly dry and like there's no like residue from the snow and and like that was one little thing that i I was like why to add cgi snow just to, I, uh, I guess just to make it to just to, to, to basically make it distinctly winter but i mean it's cold it looks cold it has that kind of gray overcast look to it overall and again i like the dynamic between the two i like that the idea that you know the beginning of the day you have one character who's kind of hesitant to do it um and extends the time and then by the end of the day like you know, the one that is most on board changes his mind and that interaction throughout in terms of the, you know, the back and forth of like whether they should do it or whether or when they should do it and, and why. And like, you know, if we, if we cross this line, we have to do it now and that kind of thing. And I I think that's all interesting. And, and again, I think it is trying to say a lot with, you know, the healthcare system with race and things like that. And like, even the last shot of this movie, which yeah. actually reminded me a lot of um, the final shot of if Beale street could talk is trying to say something specifically. Um, but I don't know if the movie earns that necessarily. And, and not that it's a slight against the film. I just think that the movie that it is, isn't as sort of deeply rooted in its social. What it's saying and- in the very last shot. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then what it's saying in the last shot is interesting, but I agree with you that I don't know if that's what the movie was necessarily like driving home until that final shot. And then we kind of get a little bit of that at the very, very end, which I, I do think it's a poignant, you know, slow last final shot that is quite interesting but yeah I'm, I'm i'm totally with you on there and i think that's where some of the short oops i'm playing with a screw and then i dropped it um yeah i i, I but overall i think I, I mostly enjoyed it i just think it's maybe a little rough around the edges and and but i think that's it's cool for a first feature to like you said be very assured know what you want to do and and you have a couple great performances in there and i, I really vibed with their um with their camaraderie and their um, and their uh, chemistry, and I think that's what carries this to be a a, a pretty enjoyable um, first feature that you know is saying some stuff, but is kind of restrained, um, maybe a little too much at times. But um, yeah, I, I dug it. I, I, I just didn't love it. So for me, um, I'm gonna. I could go as high as a three and a half if I'm being generous, but I think I will go with like an even steven um three like uh, a positive three though i'll also go with a three but with a potential order of five guys and fries oh yeah that did sound good <laughs> that did sound real good i was like oh man they, that could have been a fun scene if they went to go uh to, to grab a bite get, at five guys yeah that uh, yeah i like the um we didn't touch on, you know, again, we, we kind of compared it in our How It Ends review where um, two comedians making very different last day on earth um, movies um, and, and integrating their, you know, comedian friends and things like that. And um, so you have people like J.B. Smoove and, and Tiffany Haddish. And while I don't think it's as distracting or strange as in How It Ends, I actually think each one of them are well cast and, and utilized in less silly ways i guess um I it even gives them see- something to do that's more like it's you've never seen like i've, I've never seen jb smooth be kind of 
an asshole before or yeah a bit of an asshole as well like like i think that that was kind of fun to see him do something that's a little bit sort of different in terms of what we have before and it gives him that chance and it's also interesting that the screenwriter or one of the co-writers uh ryan welch um was the set one of the second unit directors on the film as well um cool so yeah it's 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 a very um it's well done. It's just there's something missing to make it great. It's a really solid little movie that I think um, shows a lot of promise for for Carmichael and basically um, continues to uh, say that Abbott is one of the best actors working right now. And that's kind of what this movie boils down to. Yeah, we just need to up the wig budge- budget in movies. I'm getting choked up. <laughs> the wig budget movies by like 50% and then we're we're good but so you don't think that this is going to get an oscar nomination next year for, for hair, best makeup. hair and makeup no i don't and it, that undercut the henry winkler scene by so much cuz that scene should have been disturbing and it actually <laughs> even made it more disturbing um, it almost made it, it like almost like part. um like a uh sort of a, a, a weird like parody of of what they were trying to do with that scene in a, in a way like it just like funny or die almost like those kind of videos where it's yeah. like, it's something that's really dark and disturbing, but makes it weirdly funny because there's something that's just slightly off about the scene or having a comedic actor in that sort of sequence. And, and I think that that wig, I was kind of, I was like, why i mean all they needed to do was slick his hair back like they just make him look a little bit like he did in scream as the principal that's all exactly. you need to do. That's yeah. all you, you need don't to even do. need to age him down that much i mean it's just like i would have preferred it to be less distracting and it just looked like henry winkler with a different hairstyle rather than henry winkler with a, a dollar store party city wig on <laughs> like like that's what it felt like yeah um, winkler's I'm, wigs I'm, coming soon uh, I'm really hung up on that wig, which maybe dropped it the two stars. <laughs> so it got down to three. Um, anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back with way more Sundance coverage right here on Untitled Movie Reviews. You can check out our reviews right now for the aforementioned How It Ends. Uh, we have a review up for CryptoZoo, uh, Coda. Um, so go check out all of those and we'll have, um, you know, upwards of three to five new reviews every day for the next, you know, five days or so. So, uh, keep it locked right here on untitled movie reviews for all of your Sundance coverage. Um, please go subscribe to our other two shows, untitled movie podcast and untitled movie conversations. Uh, drop us a review on those three shows. If you would be so kind, we'd really, really appreciate that. Uh, follow us on all of those social medias at untitled underscore cast. And as always, my name's Matt Robeck. You can find more of my work around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all of those social medias at matt rorbeck and bumming around letterboxd and twitter and i'm eric marching you can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinema scene and on the social medias at em6211 until next time crank up that papa roach cut my life into pieces this is our last resort